welcome to desi return diaries embracing home again the podcast that shares personal journeys and expert insights on returning to india i'm your host avinash pedi here to guide and inspire you on your desi return journey hello everyone welcome to another episode of desi return diaries where we bring uh, candid conversations with the people who have moved to India. Uh, and uh, we have a new episode every Thursday that's available uh, on the podcast. With that, today I would like to welcome our guest, Bonu, to the show. Bonu has been in US for almost uh, 14 years before moving to India and uh, looking forward to you know more details of uh, his decision to move back and how his transition is going on. With that, welcome Banu to the show. Thanks for that warm welcome, Agnash. Great. So, uh, Banu, if you can, uh, you know, share a little bit about your background uh, when you went to US and what are the trigger points that made you to relocate back to India, that would be very helpful. Sure. Yeah, um, I move. I went to United States uh, back in two thousand nine for my masters and uh, completed my masters uh, by 2010 and uh, did not take a break or anything i just completed it in like one and a half year and after that uh, even while uh, while moving to the united states i wouldn't call it as moving i really feel uncomfortable saying moving i'll say like uh, while going to the united states i never had in my mind that um, i want to settle down in the united states or like i should be settled down with my kids and family there i never had that in my mind that's that's probably makes me different from other people and then um, i pursued my masters and then later on went on to uh, find h jobs and through h1 and then also uh, started my green card processing and the green card processing is not to get my green card and settle down again it's just that I don't know what is the right time to come back to India. So until then, I have to have my job and then have to have, like, after six years of H1, I have to have more uh, years of H1, those kind of things. It's kind of a, just a worst case situation. And then uh, trying to have that as a, what do you call, like a... Uh, like an option or a flexibility. Like option. Correct, yes. So that's what I was uh, trying to do, and that's exactly what I have done. So for uh, after 2009, the the thing that uh, like like I said, I always had in my mind. Like I started jobs, and then uh, my sister got married back in 2015 and all. But uh, when I came here, I was back then itself. Uh, uh, I was thinking about like how about if I stay back back in 2015? It's uh, 13 itself. And then uh, I went for a couple of uh, job interviews and all, um, got selected by the way, and then uh, I didn't like the annual pay and all that stuff. So, and I, another thing that I li- didn't like about the service-based companies in India is because even after like gaining five years of experience, they were more worried about my 10th grade marks and then the uh, intermediate marks and all that. By the way, I'm not a good student though. <laughs> I just survived. So um, with that, even whatever they have promised, they were actually bringing that down by one, two lakhs per annum. Those kind of things were happening, which I didn't like. 
So I said, okay, probably this is not the right time. And then I went back again, uh, pursued my job back in United States uh, for another two years, and I got married in 2015. And then uh, 2015 again, I went for the job interview, and still things didn't change. Uh, they are coming back and bargaining about my grade marks and all that nonsense. And then I've decided, okay, this probably doesn't change with the service-based companies. Um, because it's 2015 already so i'm not seeing any change it's it's the same thing so then i've decided okay i have to do something to get out of uh, united states and i'm worried about my job because uh, uh, if i don't have job i don't know what i will even do that's the situation so then what i did was like okay let's keep it going the same way and then uh, 2020 Two, I think, yeah, two thousand twenty-two. I joined. Uh, no, two thousand twenty-one. I joined Amazon, uh, and then uh, what happened is like after one year into the role, uh, I think uh, by the by the time I got into Amazon, my wife was pregnant, and um, after uh, uh, the baby is delivered back in twenty twenty-two February, my parents have come to United States. and then they have seen like all sides of the united states and while they were there they were seeing like uh, shootings happening in kids schools and all that and then uh, even they they have said something which made me really think about my decision as soon as possible something like uh, even though you have so much money here uh, you're not actually spending a good lifestyle you're not enjoying the day to day activities it's just that the mechanical thing you guys are um, like just getting used to it you're not like you don't have any relatives those kind of things they kept saying and that's really true actually so then um, what i have done was like even while joining amazon i told uh, the company the team itself that because good thing about amazon is while joining they ask you about your career aspirations and what you wanted to all that sort of stuff so when i joined uh, they were uh, asking me about those things and i said uh, my main goal uh, about joining amazon is to move back to india it's not about like i want to become a ceo of the company i just wanted uh, a simple thing which is uh, move back to india and that's my selfish reason to join amazon it's not about like i want to get that brand on my resume or anything like that so they were willing to do it and uh, but they asked me for like uh, one and a half year time and uh, i have given them that time and then um, uh, things really worked out for me that way that um, uh, after that one and a half year i have actually asked uh, my managers and the higher level ups uh, that when can we make this move and uh, fortunately with the layoffs and all going on usually that thing <laughs> might not have happened but i'm lucky enough that uh, it happened and um, i came down to india and uh, yeah that's my background of like why or like how i made that move but that's basically uh, the overview like the brief story of about okay yeah thanks for sharing that so sounds like you always had this um... uh determination in, in mind to move back uh, even while going to us and you have attempted couple of times but uh, things are not uh, 
uh, ready at that time. Uh, so, I, uh, you know, you just uh, take the right opportunity and the right time. Right. It sounds like, you know, some of the, uh, you know, discussions with your parents and the newborn. So that kind of accelerated and, you know, just, uh, you know, made the decision to move back. Yep. Okay. So uh, I would assume that you have uh, made an internal transfer within Amazon and uh, you are working at Amazon uh, India. So, Correct. you know, which is um, very common, you know, especially for people who are trying to move back. I mean, that is like, you know, safest if it's ever possible to have that internal transfer. Uh, so maybe my question on the career side is, um, you know, how is the work-life balance or the work culture in India compared to uh, US? Again, from your perspective, uh, uh, I think that would be helpful for the people who are considering about moving back to India. Yeah, again, uh, things, I wouldn't say that things have totally changed when you compare the, again, the service-based uh, companies, so-called uh, service-based companies, and then the uh, product-based companies, right? So if you compare, there is a huge difference between them. And also for people who actually think that, okay, this guy probably got it covered because he was in a fang five company so it all worked out for him very well uh, because he moved out and then there is internal transfer and all that things happened like very fast and then it's easy for him to move but what i would like to give an example is even after coming here um i was mostly like thinking about the worst case situation uh because Amazon was is probably still under hiring freeze. I don't know uh, the full status of it yet. But um, if the move didn't happen, like I have taken a drastic steps step to come to India. The reason, the main reason was that um, my parents were like already old, and then my kids doesn't have anybody back in the United States. It's like they're not spending time enough time with the family and all. That's the main motive. But at the same time, my father actually had broke his leg during uh, like last, I mean, this year, April, May itself. And then um, I was like, okay, no one is there to take care of him. So I was like, okay, no matter whatever happens, I will leave the job. I'll leave Amazon. I'll just move back to India. That's what uh, I have decided. So with the job itself, I moved and I told them that I have only one option, which is either you transfer me to India or I just resign and look for something else. So they, like I said, again, like it worked out very well that they did that for me. But even if they didn't, I had my worst case situations figured out and then I was making moves here and there. Like I went and applied on Indeed and LinkedIn and then easily found a job, not a service-based company. It's a, another company which is a product-based it's not based out of United States, it's based out of UK and uh, Africa. So I got the job offer, but then uh, I told them that uh, I would not be taking it because Amazon actually made the internal move. So what I'm trying to say with this is don't worry about the job and all because uh, once you come to, to India, you can just figure it out. Like, It'll just take a little bit of time, but you will figure it out. It's not like a rocket science or anything like that. So that's basically what I have done. Um, I think, uh, like, again, uh, it's, it's just the service-based companies versus the product-based companies. It's just that product-based companies 
I wouldn't say it, they treat you very well. It's just about like uh, how you play with it. Like you have you have enough United States experience. So it's all about your mindset. Like I have been very open-minded. I just take uh, things as they come in and then react uh, instead of uh, proactively uh, keeping that in my mind, saying that, oh, these guys don't treat me very well probably or like I will have to work like tens and 12 hours of throughout the day, those kind of things. You have to just set the expectations. Uh, that's what I have done. Um, like I work night shifts and I told them that like uh, throughout the night, I cannot uh, be awake. So what I will do is like uh, I'll start somewhere around like uh, evening, like 3 p.m., 4 p.m. in the evening and then take it through like 11, 12 a.m. in the morning. So that uh, they have agreed to. Um, I mean, again, like just set the expectations to whatever you wanted to do. And then even uh, with the product-based companies, sometimes they expect you to work uh, very few times. Like uh, Amazon has that culture probably because it's worldwide, right? Like they expect you to be available off hours as well. So those things are still there, but you cannot control them. Uh, it's just that uh, how the where the company is based out of those kind of things come into picture at that point. But to me, to answer your question in one line, uh, it's just all about your mindset is what I want to say. Got it. So, but thanks for sharing that. I think uh, sounds like, um, you know, you are planning for a plan B even before you've had the discussions about the internal transfer and uh, you are able to get a job like from applying through regular job portals right. and uh, while you're in US. So I think, you know, this is some of the common questions that, uh, you know, people ask, you know, whether uh, companies would take you seriously if you're applying from us you know how serious are you to move back i haven't applied from us uh, i'm sorry to interrupt you there uh, i came down to india and then i started applying from india itself like oh, got it. had a phone number figured out and then put it updated my resume according to that so that they can reach out to you but i i think that perception is true though that if you try from united states you wouldn't get much calls and anything of that sort. I never even received one call. I have been applying for years and never received a call uh, from United, like when I applied from United States. So that perception probably is true. Um, I, I don't want to say it's 100% true because I have faced it, so I can say probably true, but I don't know if someone has received the calls or not. So. Yeah. So sounds like I think uh, that has been a common experience. I think uh, people might not take uh, an applicant seriously. I mean, again, this is from you for several years, like you mentioned yeah. that you have applied. Uh, yes. But immediately after coming to India, uh, that is an uncertain that has already been cleared. So, you know, you are in India, so you are good to go. And yes. uh, the few things that I heard, like, you know, talking to people are people who have US experience and who are already in India ready to work. Um, they have an advantage. I mean, you know, depending on your requirements, there are a lot of opportunities that you can choose from. There are a lot of uh, jobs that are available. So, so I think, you know, it might not be very comforting, but, you know, trust it and move. I mean, from a career perspective, um, there are so many opportunities and uh, the value of your experience in US is 
considered valuable. And also one thing I heard was you can join the company quickly because typically in India, it's about 90 days. You have to wait, but somebody is ready to move, uh, join the team quickly. I think that's, there's also an additional advantage. Correct. A couple yes. of points that I want to add on. Yes. I, I totally agree on that. Okay. That's great. Um, so I know, I think you kind of mentioned about, um, working, um, you know, the, in the evenings and the times, right? So just because maybe in terms of how you set your expectations with your team as part of the internal transfer. So it could vary from a, a person to person in depending on the situation, whether it's they're working within the Indian times or whether they're working on a project that requires to work from an off hours with the uh, colleagues in a different country. Yeah, it could vary from a uh, person okay. situation to situation. Yeah. Cool. Um, so taking a step back, I think, uh, you know, you have made the decision to move back to India, maybe anything that you want to uh, shed some light in terms of the logistics, in terms of the actual move, uh, you know, selling things, shipping things, you know, taking care of like, you know, winding up things in US and taking care of or setting up the things in India uh, from a physical move, uh, that would be helpful. Yes, uh, definitely. I had a house in uh, Dallas, Texas, uh, when I was actually moving and I bought it like one and a half year before the move. So it was just a just pretty short period of time. And by the way, it's a good profit sell though. But uh, um, so we were worried, like you said, like uh, what would happen to the house and those kind of things. But I think somehow I planned it very well saying that like I always am a person that who plans out for the worst case for everything. So what I have done was like um, I put my house in the market. Uh, uh, yeah, I put my house in the market back in uh, January this year, and then uh, the market wasn't good enough. Uh, like the interest rates are high, but then somehow Texas market is pretty hot all the time, like it's weather. So um, I got good amount of showings and all that um but then in april i think uh, luckily my flight was on may 17th and april someone has put the offer like a couple of people uh, and i chose a good offer and then uh, it all got closed out pretty well yeah and um uh, while we talk about the stuff inside the house like I had good amount of stuff like uh, couches and then refrigerator and all that. So we initially thought that we will move by uh, talking to Unirello and all those people. But then I spoke to them. Uh, but uh, the only issue was like my couch was very valuable. It was like I spent around like $5,000 or $5,600 uh, for that couch. So I was thinking about like, it's even really worth it to move the couch. It's actually worth to move the couch because I know how the couches are in India and all that. So uh, I was thinking about it. But later on, I spoke to different people in India and then uh, uh, spoke to different stores and found out like uh, the density of the foam, those kind of uh, details of the couches. And then finally decided, uh, decided that uh, everything we can sell it like uh, we use the my wife actually i should not say we because i have no what do you call no what do you call um, no cooperation towards oh, it at all like i i don't even know how to sell those things 
in Facebook marketing and all. But my wife is the one who actually sold out every single thing. And whatever is there, I was telling like whatever is left out, I'll just trash it and then we'll leave. That's it. But then she sold everything out and uh, like very easily. Uh, my dining table and then the couches and everything like the bed frames, everything yeah. she sold it out on Facebook market. Um, yeah, basically those are the things. And then uh, my theater stuff and all. I would recommend if uh, someone has a good media room and back in the United States, I'm a I'm I'm a uh, media loving person, so. I brought everything with me. I actually purchased a couple of bags because I have seen the receivers and the speakers and then the projector, all those things are pretty expensive in India. So I only bought it like for one year. So I thought I'll just take all of them with me. So I purchased a couple of bags. It's even, it's actually worth it to purchase that. And then um, took all of them with me. And my wife had a couple of things like she does uh, YouTube uh, videos for arts and crafts. So she has a couple of things like a cricket machine, which cuts the paper and all. So those kind of things, she bought, brought it with her, like a couple of bags that she brought it. And nothing else we brought, like it's only our clothes. And these are the basic things that we brought. And then some things for my wife, which is like Instaport, those kind of things. But after coming here, what I've realized is like, few things like i brought my tv as well few things work without any converter nothing it just my tv works out very well uh, i brought a 55 inch tv um they charged me 75 bucks for uh, shipping and handling like kind of uh, what do you call it? like fragile handling that's what they call it as and then uh, 135 for like it's an extra baggage that's what it counted as and then 135 dollars for it and i came in emirates so that's a 55 inch tv and after coming here they told me that you can even bring 65 inch tv that's what uh, they were telling me i mean until you take it you will not know people will tell yeah. <laughs> so many things but so that's that's about uh, the tv and um, think uh, nothing else we brought it with us yeah I, after mm -hmm. coming here like what, what i was saying was like after coming to india um few things worked out uh with directly yeah. uh, using the universal converters and all that but few things didn't like instaport and my receiver projector worked out again very well uh, just putting it into the universal but uh denon receiver didn't work out and it actually i actually short shorted the <laughs> circuit and all that but then uh, there is again, as like I said, there are good good people who are into these electrical repairs and all. And I've taken that receiver to him, and then he charged me like uh, five thousand rupees, and he fixed everything and it's working out for me. So, and I brought the converter. I bought a converter in India, uh, which is like that variation two thirty two one ten and all that. So that I bought, which is for uh, four thousand rupees. I bought two converters. One is for my media room and one is for my kitchen where I have this coffee machine and all those things I bought. So those things, those are the only things that I would be really cautious about while bringing. Like if you're really using it, it's worth to spend that much money on the bags and all that. But if you think, you have to see like, I bought my projector for one and a half year and used it, right? So you have to 
put that uh, what do you call depreciation and all that into paper and then see how much it is being charged in india and based on that you have to make that decision otherwise yeah. it's going to be waste of time if you are bringing like five year old projector it's pretty pretty much basically the same thing if you buy it here so yeah. that, that's that's basically it from the logistics perspective like i said again if you have that in your mind that you are moving on uh, everything will just probably fall in place that's what uh, i feel like yeah cool um maybe switching gears a bit um so how what was your um, expectations or apprehensions of moving to india you know mm-hmm. before like and you know, after living there for 14 years you know there's a certain lifestyle that you might have adapted uh, so you know there could be some apprehensions or uh, concerns or whatever it could be right or maybe some expectations uh, how has it been going so far uh, you know living in india um a few things we were worried about was the uh, like how the prices would be because my salary would be uh depreciating to probably like 70% 60% and all that so after coming here what i have seen was like uh, pretty much everything is good price like uh, the vegetables and all that all those things are fine but then the when you come to plumber plumbing things and then and then the electrical those kind of things are pretty pretty much the same like i would call it as like whatever you purchase let, let's say a bulb that you purchase in united states it would cost the same thing in india as well as what i am looking at so from that perspective i did not expect that but uh, basically the, that's it we cannot we cannot do anything about those kind of things right so that's one thing that was not expected and um, another thing like uh, kids adjusting to school and all that um, my younger one is like 15 months old while we were moving so there is no school for her yet but my older one uh, was going to uh, what do you call pre kindergarten uh, back in united states and then uh, every two weeks she used to have some sort of cold cough and we were in dallas uh, right like allergy state so she used to always have some sort of problem with her eyes and every day she used to take claritin while going to school and all that but then after coming here luckily touched uh, nothing like until i moved on may 17th and until now it's been like uh, three months probably three and a half months nothing not even fever not even like uh, i thought they would uh, get some kind of dysentery diarrhea or something but again nothing like absolutely nothing zero for my younger one as well as my older one yeah. so they they got pretty adjusted to the weather and uh, uh, probably because i don't know it's because uh, i came to hyderabad when my older one was like 11 12 months probably she developed the immunity back then itself i don't know but uh, it's pretty surprising for me uh, that uh, they got used to it pretty quickly and my older one i used to ask her like she keeps calling um, my united states house as like green door house because it has a green door <laughs> in front of it so whenever i ask her like let's go back to green door house and all that she is like no i don't want to go 
<laughs> so she got pretty adjusted here uh, and then the school is working out very well for her like uh, it's an international school i joined her into ib school itself and uh, the school name is srinidhi international school so i joined her here and um, she every day used to cry back in united states but somehow here she is excited to go to school every day mm-hmm. she wakes up in the morning by herself and then she, because she gets to play with a lot of friends and all i think that is working out pretty well for me and um, nothing unexpected though because uh, i don't know like probably that's what i tell my friends like i they were they were call talking to me about like traffic they were tra- talking to me about jobs all the time traffic definitely it's a problem but uh, it's not something as bad as people uh, say back in united states because they compare uh, like probably um what do you call the highways in united states to the local roads here um, then it will be a problem in any country <laughs> so when you are driving in uh, india all you got to have is that uh, patience um, that and also that mindset like whenever you are going out uh, back in united states we follow the time right like if you are telling someone that i'll be by 9 am you will be there by like 8:45 8:50 am but people whenever they say i'll be there in half an hour it's just one and a half hours <laughs> or two hours <laughs> so that mindset you have to develop and then you don't have to be that way but it's just that uh, if you're expecting someone in half an hour you just don't have to get frustrated because people are used to that so you got have to get used to that but they will not be changing because they have lived here for like so many years so that's one thing and then the traffic wise uh, i'm after one week i came to india i started driving and uh, only thing i had a problem was with the the gear the manual vehicle but the i purchased an automatic one and uh, i'm pretty much comfortable driving that and there are no hassles at all like uh, zero hassles it's just again my my open mindedness has uh, uh, actually made the move very comfortable like you have to be really open mind that you should not be expecting like okay this is what i'm going to do this is what is going to happen no way it's going to happen that way no way it's going to be that way you just have to be open mind and then just take it as it comes in and then based accordingly you have to plan for it it's it's not like you pre plan something and then it'll work out i don't think that will be the case when you move to india yeah. so that's about uh, uh, the expectations so yeah that's great um, uh, i know i think you kind of touched a couple of points with the open mindedness i mean i think that's an important uh, uh, you know preparing mentally like you know not only like the physical mood to be able to uh, transition properly that's one aspect the second one i think you kind of touched about the cost of living right uh, again sure. from your perspective i mean if you are okay um, you know this is also another common question that we hear uh, what is the cost of living of living i mean maybe you can take an example of living in hyderabad i think from your perspective uh, if you can share uh, on the cost of living uh, side you know the perspective on that i think that would be also helpful yeah i can tell very openly that uh, uh, if 
someone has emis worth uh, let's say monthly 1 lakh 50000 2 lakhs like that if you have a job which is worth monthly like 3 and a half 3 lakhs per month then you'll be fine but let's say who has a 1 lakh month salary but then they have like 1 and a half month 1 and a half lakh emi or 1 lakh emi then it's really going to be tough uh, situation so you have to plan it in such a way that like for me again it worked out very well amazon pays very well so um, i actually bought a house and then i have uh, monthly like 1 lakh 30000 emi that i need to pay so but i'm pretty much fine paying that so it's it's like that so you have to think about it in such a way that you are if you are working definitely for a service based company that i can tell you for sure because i have friends i have people who i spoke to after coming here they are even getting probably halfway less than what i am getting paid so that's that's what you need to look for like i wouldn't say you should not work for uh, service based companies it's each person's opinion but i will say this that uh, there is a huge difference between what service based company space you and uh, product based company space so that's one thing you have to look out for and um, monthly expense wise like back in united states every weekend you have to go out otherwise because that's one thing that that will actually keep you entertaining those kind of things but in india somehow i don't feel like that um, i mean every day is kind of entertaining it's like time passes out without even knowing um so you usually don't go out to eat at all like for me in these three and a half months i actually ate outside like three times probably monthly once and it costed me we went to good uh, restaurants like uh, good expensive restaurants like oreos and all that and um it costed me every time when i went there uh, probably around uh, 3000 rupees for my family itself when i went with my parents it's like a uh, probably 8000 rupees something like that so it it depends on how much you want to spend uh, when you come to india and then uh, how much you want to save those kind of things will come into picture but if you want to live like a normal life i would say monthly uh, if you are not paying any rents or emis or anything i would say probably around like 1 lakh rupees monthly is more than enough it's like <laughs> it'll keep you happy uh, like with your family like not just uh, one person but if you have emis and probably not emis let's say if you have monthly rents like if you are staying in somewhere like manikonda in hyderabad or like uh, hyderabad uh, kondapur or uh, um kokape those kind of areas it's like pretty expensive 40000 monthly rent 50000 rents are going on like 30000 rents it starts somewhere around 25000 to 50000 and even in our area where i am living currently i mean i i am i was paying like while my house was getting constructed and all uh, i was paying around 55000 a month uh, for a villa so it depends on like what you wanted to pay based on your salary so yeah. i would say monthly keep it somewhere between 25000 to 50000 uh, for your rent if you are wanting to stay rented uh, depending on where you wanted to stay 
so that's the amount that it's going to cost but food wise and then groceries nowhere close to what we paid in united states because back in united states i used to spend around weekly like uh, $700 and here uh, it's not even $100 weekly so that that's that's how about i look at it so got it yeah thanks for sharing uh, you know from your uh, perspective about the cost of living and uh, you know the numbers around it Um, Is there any topic that we haven't covered or anything that you want to, um, you know, mention for the future uh, aspirants uh, who are considering to move back to India? Nothing, uh, nothing actually very different from what others must have or might have shared already. Uh, But I will say one thing which is very different from what others have done versus me. You should not be looking back after coming to India. Like, you cannot compare what you were like, oh, in US, I, I was doing, I would have done this way. Oh, in US, like, this must have, this, this will, this should have happened in a different way. Those kind of things you should not compare because every country is different because their cultures are different. So when you went there, their culture was different and you got adjusted to it. So when you come here, here the culture is different and you have to get adjusted to here. You cannot change 134 billion people in India. <laughs> so you change yourself and then uh, go with the flow kind of. So that's only the thing that I have seen in our WhatsApp groups and all those people like who were asking for questions. People are really scared to, I will I will say one thing, like you don't scare, get scared to come to India. You have to be scared to go to other countries because that's not your country. But in India, you were born and brought up here. So you need not be scared, actually. It's it's easy, actually, if you think about it that way. <laughs> that's what I, I, I want to call it as. So. Okay. I think uh, that's um, important in terms of, uh, uh, like, you know, making a decision and sticking to it and then you know moving forward right Correct. yeah um so i think uh we are moving to the final um uh, episode i mean final thing uh, which is a rapid four uh, so the first question is what's the surprise thing after moving to india um i'll just talk from hyderabad perspective uh when i went to that uh Manikonda area and all those like Kachboli and all those flyovers and all that. I was really awestruck uh, with the skyscrapers and uh, I felt like it's some kind of, uh, uh, what do you call, newly built New York. <laughs> That's what I I told even my friends, like, what the hell? Like, when did all these got built up like this? So it's very clean and all that. So... I, I was really taken back by what I have seen. I was not driving the car. I was just looking around like, wow. <laughs> so that's what uh, I was actually surprised with. Um, yeah, yeah, especially a lot of the concrete jungle, right? Like these high rises and, you know, especially like some of the flyovers that goes through uh, these buildings. It just looks amazing in the night and it's almost like you are in... Uh, some other country I did not really I have seen the videos and the pictures and all but I I thought it's just some sort of editing and all that uh, involved in that right so until I've seen it with my eyes I was like wow 
there are there are no words for me it's like uh, that's the surprising thing for me at least uh, from the hyderabad perspective okay. that's what i've said what's your favorite indian food i mean everything um everything which is indian i love it uh, but then uh, i'm missing one thing though which is the uh, americanized uh, the these things which is uh, chipotle those kind of things were there but you can find here and there but you definitely don't find the same taste so Maybe one place to try it out is called uh, california burrito bowl um oh, it's not exactly the same but uh, you can get it close uh, there are okay. several outlets uh, here in hyderabad yes I okay know. i will try that okay okay yeah uh, from i mean biryani any time is my favorite from the uh, indian perspective but uh, i don't try outside biryanis mostly i actually make my own biryani or uh, uh, my mother's my mother makes very good biryani actually so that's the best thing that i love yeah and uh, the favorite travel destination in india i don't have one yet because um, i have seen so much in united states but uh, outside andhra pradesh i have not seen anything in india so we were planning uh, something around december to wayanad and like kerala around kerala and all that so but after that i will probably have one but uh, probably for now it's hyderabad i guess <laughs> Cool. And then the last one is uh, the uh, best part of living in India. Uh, it's uh, you just don't know the time. Like it just uh, you don't know when the sun rises and when the sun <laughs> sun sets. So everything is pretty quick, fast, and uh, also it's like. It's two things that I have observed, and which is my favorite thing is like. Uh, if you look at from a, a street vendor perspective to probably someone a ceo sitting in those manikonda buildings and all anyone can live in hyderabad or india so that's what i would say uh, it's like the person who is earning probably 10000 rupees a month will will live his life to person who is earning like probably monthly like 3 lakhs 4 lakhs or like crores probably will be living their life so everyone can live in india it's not like uh, uh like that person will go on a bike probably but this person will go in a pins but it's just the same life that they are living like it's pretty good to see that um everyone is living their good life in india yeah. without any fear and all that that's the best thing okay i think that's great yeah so thank you very much for uh sharing your story the reasons and uh, you know especially some details on the numbers of the cost of living so i think that is very valuable to our audience uh, yeah. really appreciate you taking the time and sharing your uh, journey with us today no problem no problem and thanks for uh, scheduling this avinash uh, i really appreciate uh, taking this initiative because i know a lot of people are scared about moving back but i would say the coming uh, years it would be really uh good for uh, indians to actually move back to india and uh, work it out from here itself yeah i agree yeah. all right have a great day thanks you too thanks thanks very much bye